Good morning and welcome to Current Radio. It's Friday, January 5th. Today we'll be discussing Google's new methods for training robots with video and large language models and the potential approval of multiple spot Bitcoin ETFs, according to TechCrunch's inside sources. Plus, PeakXV-backed MobiQuick is seeking to raise $84 million in an Indian IPO. And TikTok has ambitious plans to grow its U.S. business tenfold to $17.5 in 2024, a recent report claims. All this coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Technology Station. Please enjoy today's selection of technology news. The intersection of generative AI, large foundational models, and robotics is poised to make a significant impact in 2024. Google's DeepMind robotics researchers are among those exploring the potential of this cross-section. They've highlighted ongoing research aimed at improving robots' understanding of human needs. Celeste, can you tell us more about this? Certainly, James. Traditionally, robots have been designed to perform a single task repeatedly. While they excel at that one thing, they struggle when changes or errors are introduced. DeepMind's newly announced AutoRT aims to address this by leveraging large foundational models. For example, it uses a visual language model for better situational awareness, enabling it to manage a fleet of robots equipped with cameras to understand their environment and the objects within it. That's fascinating. So it's essentially giving robots a better understanding of their surroundings, but how does it help them understand what tasks they can accomplish? That's where large language models come in. These models suggest tasks that the robots can accomplish, including those related to their end effector. This could potentially reduce the need for hard coding skills and allow robots to understand more natural language commands. AutoRT has already been tested extensively, managing up to 20 robots at once and a total of 52 different devices. That's impressive, but I understand there's another development from the DeepMind team. Yes, there is. It's called RT Trajectory, and it uses video input for robotic learning. Many teams are exploring the use of YouTube videos to train robots at scale, but RT Trajectory adds an interesting layer by overlaying a two-dimensional sketch of the robot's arm in action over the video. This provides practical visual hints to the model as it learns its robot control policies. The team reports that this training method had double the success rate of its previous RT2 training. That's a significant improvement. It seems like DeepMind is making strides in utilizing the rich robotic motion information present in all robot datasets, potentially changing the game for building robots able to move with efficient accuracy in novel situations. Meanwhile, in the world of cryptocurrency, TechCrunch senior crypto reporter Jacqueline Melanek has claimed that regulators are set to approve more than one spot Bitcoin ETF at once. Celeste, can you give us some more insight into this? Absolutely, James. Melanek's claim is based on her sources, who are reportedly extremely close to the matter. She stated that the Bitcoin spot ETF is going to be approved by the SEC for multiple firms' applications. While there have been speculations about simultaneous spot Bitcoin ETF approvals in the past, this claim seems more definitive. So what's the significance of this potential approval? Well, it's quite significant. If this happens, it would be a major step forward for the crypto industry. Spot Bitcoin ETFs would allow investors to directly invest in Bitcoin through an exchange-traded fund 
which is a type of investment fund and exchange-traded product traded on stock exchanges. This would provide a more accessible way for investors to gain exposure to Bitcoin without having to directly buy and hold the cryptocurrency. I see. Now, Melanek also mentioned that she's expecting something tomorrow. Can we expect the approval to be announced then? It's possible. While Melanek didn't clarify whether her sources suggested an ETF approval on that date, other reporters from Fox Business have predicted that the SEC will announce approvals on Friday, January 5th, despite a deadline five days later. There have also been other developments pointing towards an incoming approval. Several applicants, including Grayscale, Vanek, and Fidelity, have filed 8A registration statements with the SEC. What happens if the SEC doesn't announce a spot Bitcoin ETF approval on Friday? If the SEC doesn't announce an approval on Friday, it must decide on an application from ARK Invest by January 10th. Bloomberg ETF analysts believe there is a 90% chance that one or more ETFs will be approved by ARK's January 10th deadline. So, while the timing is still uncertain, the approval of one or more spot Bitcoin ETFs seems highly likely. That's quite intriguing, and it's going to be interesting to see how this unfolds and what impact it will have on the crypto market. Thanks for the insights, Celeste. Now, in other financial news, Indian financial services startup MobiQuick is seeking to raise approximately $84.2 million through an initial public offering, or IPO, in its home market. Celeste, could you tell us a bit more about this? Certainly, James. This is actually the second time MobiQuick has filed for an IPO. The company, which is backed by Peak XV, the Abu Dhabi Investment Authority, and American Express, initially sought to raise about $250 million in 2021. However, they postponed their plans due to unfavorable market conditions. Interesting. So what's different this time around? Well, according to the new prospectus, MobiQuick doesn't plan to sell any existing shares in the IPO. Instead, they're looking to raise about $16 million in a pre-IPO round. The funds raised will be used to leverage its user base and merchant network to cross-sell additional financial products. Could you tell us more about MobiQuick's business model and how they've grown over the years? MobiQuick, founded by Bipin Singh and Upasana Taku, operates an online financial services platform offering digital payments, credit, investment, and insurance products. They started as a mobile wallet provider and have since expanded into additional financial services. This includes a buy now, pay later credit product, personal loans, merchant cash advances, wealth management, and insurance distribution. They've seen strong growth, amassing over 146 million registered users and 3.8 million merchant partners. That's impressive growth. How have their financials looked in recent years? Their Zip Buy Now Pay Later product saw credit dispersals of $490 million in fiscal 2023, up 21x from two years prior. MobiQuick's total transaction value across its payments and credit products also more than doubled, from $1.78 billion in fiscal 2021 to $3.15 billion in fiscal 2023. Despite being unprofitable in the financial years 2021, 2022, and 2023, MobiQuick turned a profit in the six months ending September 30, 2023, making a profit of $1.1 million on revenue of $29.3 million. That's a significant turnaround, and it'll be interesting to see how their IPO fares given these developments. Thanks for the insights, Celeste. In other news, TikTok is reportedly planning to expand its TikTok Shop U.S. business to a whopping $17.5 billion this year, 
a tenfold increase according to a recent Bloomberg report. Celeste, can you tell us more about this? Certainly, James. With this goal, TikTok is not just setting its sights on Amazon, but also on Chinese-owned companies Temu and Shane, both of which have gained popularity in the U.S. However, TikTok has a unique advantage, its highly popular social media network, which could be used to leverage viral videos to reach potential buyers. That's an interesting strategy. But how successful has TikTok been so far in terms of merchandise sales? TikTok was reportedly on track to amass around $20 billion in global gross merchandise value last year, with a majority of the sales seen in Southeast Asia. Now, the company is keen on replicating that success in the U.S. and is also planning to launch TikTok Shop in Latin America in the coming months. That's quite impressive. But how does TikTok Shop work exactly? TikTok Shop, which officially launched in the U.S. in September 2023, allows creators to tag products in their videos, enabling users to buy products directly from in-feed and live videos. Brands can create their own product portfolios, accessible from their profile pages. Additionally, TikTok Shop has a dedicated tab for users to search for different items, discover products through recommendations, browse items in different categories, and manage their orders. So it's essentially integrating e-commerce directly into the social media experience. But what about the cost for merchants? How does it compare to other platforms like Amazon? TikTok is reportedly planning to increase the commission it charges on most items from 2% to 8% per transaction. While this is an increase, it's still considerably lower than Amazon seller fees, which are about 15% for most product categories. However, TikTok Shop has also started to reduce some subsidies for merchants. That's a significant difference in fees, and it will be interesting to see how this plays out in the competitive e-commerce landscape. Thanks for the insight, Celeste. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today on Current Radio. Looking forward to bringing you more updates tomorrow.